This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning. You're listening to Pressing Matters, the show where we go beyond the headlines and explore issues driving the press. I'm Philip C. Today, we speak to Isaac Wong, BFM 89.9's Business Station Program Manager for Chai Jin. They are our sister radio platform that focuses on business uh, programming in the Chinese language. And today, we celebrate two years anniversary for this wonderful station. Good morning, Isaac. How are you doing? Welcome and congratulations. You survived two years. Good morning, Philip, and thanks for having me. Now, I'm going to ask you, when Malik, of course, then the, found, the founder of BFM, asked you to run and lead, you know, this platform, uh, what were your original reactions? Did you think it was a good idea? It, it was back in 2021. Uh, it was during the pandemic. Okay. Um, so the, the online audio industry was booming. Uh, you see a company like Spotify, they acquire Anchor. And uh, at the time, I, I think BFM was uh, is o- always the, the first organization, media organization that has produced uh, a lot of podcasts. So it, it was a good timing uh, to start a, a, a Chinese language platform. And I, I think a lot, a lot of us know that Malek has always wanted to start a Chinese radio station. Uh, very similar to BFM, the Chinese version of it. So uh, we both think it's a good time because, the, the you know, uh, you see the uh, podcast industry, the Chinese-speaking podcast industry has produced uh, almost hundreds of po- new podcasts on the monthly basis, every month. So we think there was a uh, good timing la, to so enter the market. Opportunity, yes. But give us some background about yourself, right? Where were you... Where were you when he approached you to do and to set it set this up? Okay, I was with my previous company, City Plus, and at that time I, w- I was about to leave the company, and I wanted to do my own podcast. Mm-hmm. Actually, I started to do my own podcast, uh, Speak Your Mind, and I wanted to move back to Taiwan. Uh, at that time, when when Malik calls me. I remember it was one day before Chinese New Year. I see. And I was pretty excited. And immediately I said yes. Because um, I think I told a lot of people that how much I admire Malik yeah. as a, a business owner and also a leader. So, yeah, immediately without um, uh, any further consideration, I said yes. But hold up. He reached out to you during Chinese New Year, which was in January, February 2021. Yes. You had to get it up and running in four months, essentially, right? Because yes. February, March, April, May, by June, you you had your first podcast out. So yes. You had literally three to four months to get this whole platform up and running. Yes, in four months. And with the logo done, design done, and I, I think, um, frankly speaking, I think audio is less complicated mm. than visual. So... Yeah, we started two shows. Unlike now, we have six, seven shows. Uh, back then, we only have two. So it's easier to manage. But I wouldn't say it was easy. Yeah, so yeah, we spent uh, four months, including hiring and put everything in place. And we're going to talk about those challenges later. But let me deep dive on these shows. You say you have six, seven shows now. Initially, it's two, grown it to six, seven. What are the shows? What type of shows are you creating we are creating mostly uh, business-related content, uh, SME, listed companies, uh, interviews. 
and also we do international news mm. and also personal finance and we are starting to try uh, shows like health and living but we wanted to do it um, more like a, a Chinese audience uh, ways of uh, or more to the Chinese interest of the the, the, the health shows. Which I'm yeah. sure many people will ask you, right? Is this just a translated version of the big sister BFM radio or is the content very unique, very different from BFM radio's English language version, right? How how would some how does someone understand this, right? When perhaps they say they listen to the morning run, are they seeing a carbon copy of it but in a different language? Or are there subtle nuances that differentiate? I think the general direction is more or less the same. But I think the Chinese speaking uh, listeners they have a slightly different interests uh, with the English speaking ones. So we For example. For example, I think there are still quite a lot of business owners think that there is no support from the government for their business. So I think we are trying to fill in the gap and tell everyone, hey, there is this grant and there's that support from the government and you can apply like this and like that. You know, because in uh, among Chinese community, people have the spirit of, okay, I have to do it myself. But here we are telling people, hey, maybe this is the time to change our mind and maybe we can work together. So very interesting, right? The perspective seems to be quite entrepreneurial driven, kind of providing and giving them access to information and tools for them to unlock the bigger potential that they see from themselves. I wonder whether there's an interest in like global issues that are macro in nature that perhaps touch and affect more the larger multinationals as opposed to, you know, the SMEs and entrepreneurs that tend to resonate more with your platform? There is. I I think um, Malaysia is more, uh, is I, I must say, more for, uh, fortunate than Taiwan because I live in Taiwan, I grew up there. Uh, people don't really care about what's going on in the world. You know, the world means China and Taiwan. But I think in Malaysia, people, uh, especially also the, the Chinese uh, community, um, they are a huge interest in uh, interna- international issues. Uh, therefore, we also created a show called The News Flow. Uh, unlike the other media uh, only doing the reporting, we are doing more on the analytics. And also, um, like we, we always inform people about the risks as well. For instance, uh, you will see that the Chinese media in Malaysia, they always talk about the opportunity working with China. But on top of opportunity, we also inform people about the risk. And that was very rare in in Malaysia Chinese media. That's a very interesting contrast you paint about yourselves in the digital format versus traditional, where perhaps the traditional formats tend to uh, lionize the big opportunities in China, but you try and create more balanced view. But perhaps that's why the BFM brand also stands out here because you don't you paint multiple sides of that single story. Yes. I wonder then, as a result of this nature of how you position, is your listenership very different? Are they much younger? Are they older? Give us a sense about the type of listeners that actually download these podcasts. I think. Podcast listeners are relatively young, as we know, um, but we have a fair share of people from the 35 to 45 years old. 
And but I have to say, most of our, of our listeners they are relatively young. They are between twenty five to thirty five. But I think age doesn't isn't really a, a factor anymore for media. We are looking at the interests of the people. We might have people who are in their seventy. Uh, you know, they are seventy years old, but they are still young. They are still listening to podcasts, and they are business owners. I wonder then, when you think about it, right? How do you determine your programming? How do you get feedback from your listeners? Like, what's working, not what's working, right? I mean, do you just get a sense of globally what happens? But do your listeners or your po- podcast downloaders give you feedback about what they want you to develop going forward? Because as you say, you started off with two programs. Now you've got seven. What What's the eighth, ninth, and tenth? Okay, um, I think the eight, nine, and ten. That's where we wanted to actually recruit some of the up-and-coming podcasters in Malaysia, especially the Chinese podcast. We are going to start um, a, a new category called the C-Select. So we wanted uh, the up-and-coming podcasters to join force, especially those who are also producing business content. And that's where we find talent and also find new content from there. What you're saying is that you're just a platform you allow influencers, corporate business influencers, to create their sub yes, brands fundamentally exactly. under Chaijin, under BFM, and then they can also kind of be given the liberty, right? How do you set the tone and direction about making sure that everyone's aligned or in, in, in the spirit of the BFM brand then? Actually, honestly, I don't know. I'm still figuring out, you know, and I, I think we'll just try to adapt and try to make changes along the way, lah. Mm. All right, we're heading into some messages and we will come back. We continue our discussions with Isaac Wong. He's the Business Station Program Manager of Chaijin, BFM's flagship Chinese language business platform. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. Thanks for staying tuned to Pressing Matters on the Morning Run. Today on the show, we speak to Isaac Wong, the Business Station Program Manager for Chaijin, BFM 89's flagship Chinese language business platform. As we celebrate two years anniversary and we want to talk to, we've been talking to Isaac about the challenges and the concept behind Chai Jin, about how he thinks about his program development. I want to go back to the history, right? When you spoke to Malik and you said, okay, I'm on board, three, four months, what were the immediate challenges you had to confront? Back then, um, talent is the challenge and talent is very hard to come by. I think both for Chai Jin and also BFM and also I think because we are a very new platform and we are trying to figure out what the, the local Chinese business community wants to listen to, what are their needs and demands are. Uh, I have uh, some idea because I, I work for another business Chinese business station before, yeah. but I, I think uh, my previous experience was more on, more on the, the politics of it and also I think th- there are some culture in BFM when BFM create content you got to sit down and really think about your position who are your audience and your listeners you know so these are the challenges for me because in my past uh, media experience you know you just you know very Chinese you just do it 
and just you know see, see where it goes. Yeah, see where it goes, see and, and evolve it. And I think what you you find with BFM maybe more structure. Yes, and yes. you have to make sure that it's very well thought out in terms of how you execute. And as you say, right, fully say there's a certain position that you also want to kind of push, right? The, yep. the balance of the risk and opportunities that come through. I wonder then, you know, because we are all operating in this shared space at uh, Taman Tun here in Manara Ken, right? Is it easy to share resources between, you know, your team here versus the English language larger, bigger sister? I think um, BFM English has been very, very helpful. Uh, resources are shared uh, you guys are very kind and always come over and say, hey, I have this guest. You do want to interview and uh, uh, and vice versa. We, we also did the same thing. Yeah. You know? I have this guest and, and they can speak English. Do you want to interview? So I think in terms of uh, resources, I, I wouldn't say, you know, we share resources 100%. You know, I, I think there are still room to, to improve, but so far so good. Mm. Yeah. But I guess the biggest issue is that when you think about it, the biggest opportunity is actually how do we generate revenue, right, as a station? And and for you, where are the synergies, you think, Chaijin and BFM and all the other, you know, ancillary parts of BFM can do better in terms of, you know, maximizing revenue opportunities in your view? You mean for Chaijin or BFM? Chaijin as a whole. And BFM as well, right, collectively. Okay. I think um, we... For Chaiji and BFN, we actually complement one another. And I can see in the future, we can do that even better and uh, complement one another, not in terms of content or resources, but also clientele. So because I think that the SMEs in Chinese, they have the money. But was that the, the BFM pricing, is was that really... Afford, but uh, affordable uh, or acceptable. Yes, yes. So I think that is some strategy that we need to work out, mm-hmm. you know, so so that our pricing can be a bit more uh, acceptable to the Chinese community. Yeah, to different sub-segments. Yes. I guess then the, that's where it becomes very interesting, right? Because the big distinction is that you're purely a digital platform, podcast download. BFM English has uh, has the radio you know, license and the spectrum. Would you, you know, also consider spectrum for Chai Jin? You mean a uh, radio frequency? Yes. Of course, you know, if the government could spare us a uh, frequency, you know, I think, uh, uh, as we all know, you know, RTM has, you know, uh, more than enough duplicative frequencies in Klang Valley. If the government can um, readjust the, resor- the resources, redistribute the resources and um, just give us one, one frequency will do in Klang Valley. That will be good. But if not, because I, I know changes take time. If not, it's also okay because I, I think Chai Jing is also venturing into YouTube. We are starting to create uh, video podcasts and our goal this year actually is uh, Chai Jing as a YouTuber. Yeah, that's our goal this year. So but the biggest challenge sometimes is that you know focusing on podcasts and YouTube's your revenue pool is quite limited, isn't it? The debate really here is how how can you expand your revenue source when the platforms that you're operating are so small, mm-hmm. um, and you know you do need to find a larger platform that gives you breadth as well beyond mm-hmm. the depth, isn't it? Yeah, of course. Um, but I, I see there's a great potential in Malaysia because, for, especially for Chinese uh, content, people are still watching 
content created by Hong Kong and Taiwan. And there are not many uh, quality Chinese content in Malaysia. So I think we are probably the first one, the pioneer. So being a pioneer, I I can see, you know, the Chinese community, Chinese speaking market is still big. And I think there are still a lot of opportunities for uh, advertisers. So when you talk about the Chinese market yeah. here, when they download your podcast, right, are they switching from traditional or are they complementing it or supplementing it with traditional? Are you seeing people switch from traditional to digital for the Chinese language market or are they are they actually doing both at the same time? What's the read on the ground in terms of the Chinese language market here? I still see people do both, especially people um, very close to our age, you know, or if they are 35 and above. I think they, they listen to radio when they uh, go to work, when they're stuck in the traffic, but they listen to podcasts in the office at home. So I think it's a very different consum- consumption, just like TV and YouTube. Yeah. yeah, I guess then the question then is later when you are going to extend to YouTube, right? How different will the content be between the podcast and YouTube? Because YouTube has a visual element to it. Are you planning to make sure that there's a unique way of delivering the content, content that's uniquely YouTube? How does that work, you know, when you talk about your production? I think we need to involve the audience, the listeners from the beginning. As, you know, like a lot of YouTubers... Uh, does you know we, we need to get our audience to participate even from the editorial part so get them involved and also decide together what is the next topic mm-hmm. and I think the interaction is very important in on YouTube so I guess the million dollar question here is what's the pathway to profitability do you see Chaijin being able to be profitable this year I, I think the goal for now is to break even and when is that going to be? This year or next year? I hope next year. I hope next year we are starting to see advertisers coming in already. So uh, next year, fingers crossed. And the advertisers, they're the small, medium enterprises or the larger corporates? They are companies like GWM, the, the Chinese companies, big companies, and also uh, local SMEs, LBS. So yeah, I, I, I still think we... We are going to have um, a, a lot of big brands coming into Chaijing, given our positions and content. Yeah. Tell me one thing you underestimated in running a media platform like Chaijing, and one thing that was much easier than you expected to do. Okay, I start with the easier part. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't expect we actually grow into the top podcast on um, Apple Podcasts. That fast within a year, so we are first we we became the top shows on uh, under business category on oh, Apple right. Podcast, and later we become uh, um, not the top one but top ten um, for all categories. So that's that actually grow faster than I thought, and the underestimate part I think. It's still go back to the talent, you know. Mm. I know talent was very hard to come by. It was, wasn't easy to come by, but I didn't expect it was, it was that hard. You know, at the beginning, we only have a handful of applicants and there are only so much choices. But after two years, you know, we just advertise. We're looking for new presenters 
And, and for those who are listening and if you're interested to join us, please write in, okay? Write to chaijingabfn.my. And yeah, now we have more applicants, you know. Um, the, the day we, we advertise, there are more applicants than before, you know, for one month. But one day we re- received the amount of one month applicants, applications, yes. Well, Isaac, once again, congratulations on your two-year anniversary. I hope we can talk to you in your five-year anniversary and also your decade. That was Isaac Wong, Business Station Program Manager for Chaijin, BFM's flagship Chinese language business platform, about the importance of diversifying and their new and, and celebrating their two-year anniversary. This has been Pressing Matters on the Morning Run. Coming up next is the 10 a.m. News Bulletin, followed by Enterprise, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.